0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to another live stream. Welcome back to another Friday here in my studio. Uh, welcome back to another day in my life. I hope everybody's doing well out there. Uh, if you're watching after the fact, welcome back to another video. Uh, if you're listening after the fact, welcome back to another episode. Uh, because I use this content after the fact for, um, not just live streams, but leave the video up and, um, use it for some episodes of my podcast as well. That's what that's for. So welcome. I'm going to keep jawing for a little bit while everybody kind of hops in here today. I hope everybody's having a good day. Um, I myself am having a good day as usual. (laughs) Hey, Colin, what's up, dude? Glad you're here, man. Thanks for hopping in today. Uh, I'm just doing my my sort of normal rundown of welcoming everybody to the, uh, live stream here. So I'm glad you're here, man. Thanks for hopping in quick. Um, yeah, today's good here for me. I am doing some, um, some audio stuff, doing a little music production and also kind of playing around in some crypto world this morning as well. I have, uh, sort of loosely coined for myself that at some point on Friday, every day, I'm going to mess around with some new tokens and some decentralized finance. So I'm I'm kind of calling it De- DeFi Fridays for myself because I think that's fun. Because why not? Uh, Eddie? what's up, dude? Um, so yeah, I've been exploring a lot of like new NFT platforms and new DeFi platforms and um, looking at some new tokens and stuff and like kind of just goofing off with some meme coins because... You know, why not? <laughs> hey, The Conscious Drummer. What's up, dude? Hey, found your channel through the NFT vid you did. Awesome, man. Cool. Thanks for being here. And you're very welcome for the info. Thanks for hopping into the stream and saying that, dude. Um, I have a lot more material on NFTs and crypto that I intend to start covering um, pretty soon. There's a lot of different threads that I want to pull on on this channel that I haven't quite covered yet. Um, and that's one of them in fact, that's a big one. I want to lean into that pretty, pretty heavily, uh, at least compared to how much I have been so far. So I think that's a really cool technology. I think it's a lot of fun. And I think that, uh, it's promising and helpful for artists and musicians. So I'm glad that that's how you found me, man. Uh, Colin. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. No problem, dude. I'm glad you're here. Uh, electro technica. What's up, dude. I love the video about the waterfall release. Very inspiring strategy wise. Awesome, man. I'm glad you dug it. Um, Yeah, that's a video I've been meaning to get to for a while. I've been wanting to get to for a while because we've talked about it in here many times, but I just never had gotten around to like putting a video together on it. So um, I'm glad I finally got to do it. And I'm glad that you liked it, man. Thanks. Uh, Skies. Hi, all. What's up, dude? Uh, Maddie, what's up? Sorry if that's Maddie uh, and I mispronounced it. Uh, Yeah, ETH gas is insane. Yes, it's it's ridiculous, dude, which is why um, I have been really like poking around on the internet, finding alternatives because a friend and a a friend of mine and I have been going back and forth kind of all week, just screenshotting our attempts to like submit a transaction to uh, the Ethereum mainnet and then like screenshotting, screenshotting the gas fees and sending them back and forth to each other with like pretty much the line every time Ethereum is unusable (laughs) because it's just absurd. Like, I wanted to send like $100 worth of ERC20 tokens from my wallet to an exchange to like flip around for something else. And it was going to cost me $130 to send it. It's just like, what is even happening right now? This is so stupid. So uh, yeah, L2 is definitely the way to be right now. And alternative chains, which is what I'm really poking around on, like looking at Binance Smart Chain and Solana, um, seeing what's happening on Cardano. I've been looking into Wax and Flow as well, just. Just seeing what's out there, because I want to see like, especially for like what we've covered so far on the channel and what we've talked a lot about in the world of NFTs, minting an NFT on Ethereum as a musician, if you're trying to sell like, let's say, say you're trying to sell like a $200 NFT, the gas fees are going to be almost as much as the NFT itself. And that's just ridiculous. It shouldn't be that expensive. Like you should be able to, if I mint an NFT, it should cost me five to 10 cents. And if you buy it for me, it should cost you five to 10 cents in gas because the idea that you're going to buy a $200 NFT and then $200 of gas fees on top of that is is asinine to me. So that's why I've been looking around at so much of it because I'm exhausted with it. I'm tired of feeling like I can't participate in the NFT world or the DeFi world or anything like that. that's built on Ethereum because I'm not moving 10K at a time. Um like the whole idea, the whole ethos behind crypto, right, is like it's accessible to everybody. But because of the gas fees, Ethereum is not accessible to any to everybody. In fact, it's just another playground for the one percent, in my opinion, at this point. Because that's the like unless I'm moving five to ten grand or above, paying two hundred dollars as a as a service fee for anything is stupid. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'll get off my soapbox <laughs> for a minute, but we can come back to that because as you can tell, I'm all about crypto um let's see sweet I'm holding some gaming tokens right now yeah cool man I like it um I just found out about one called like uh Ronin Games it's brand new it looks like I haven't bought any yet but I've been just kind of like reading through their site and looking at it um looks like it could be cool it's got like a cool vibe to it it looks like I've really only gone through the first page so if it's stupid then tell me (laughs) um Canal, I'd like to learn about crypto because I have questions and like a lot. <laughs> awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that you want to learn about it because I really want to talk about it a lot more on this channel. I, I've been looking through like my stats for the channel recently and like overwhelmingly the things that are pulling people into our little community here is crypto. Like people want to know about NFTs. People want to know about tokens. People want to know about selling their music in an alternative way. And so I really want to cover more of that. Um, In fact, what I'm into lately is um, I want to figure out how to code. I don't know anything about computer programming. uh, And so I'm starting to learn about programming and I want to learn how to write code with Solidity so that I can create my own NFT collection. like a generative nft collection ideally uh that's not just like i meant one song as an nft and it's a you know it's just a one of one and one in the collection uh, i'd love to be able to figure out a way to make like a randomly generated collection of music nfts that like mix and match layers but i don't know how to code so i want to figure out how to do that uh because if i can figure out how to do that i think that that would be a lot of fun to cover on the channel and if i can explain it well. And and teach it well through my own experience, then that could open up a toolbox for all of us to be able to say like, well, I'm going to take my album, and I'm going to make a collection of randomly generated like a thousand NFTs that mix and match portions of the song, uh, of each song that makes it a one of one each NFT, but it's different sections of the song that are layered. So I want to figure out how to do that because I think that would be a lot of fun, really cool, and also I think it'd be really cool as a fan to like be able to have a randomly generated by the blockchain NFT from an artist that you like, man, it'd be pretty, pretty dope. Um, Let's see. Shape of the sun. Yo, what's up, dude? Um, Colin. Yeah. $200 gas fees is insane. Uh, let's see. Conscious drummer. I'm digging on Cardano right now. Learning about Solana now. Yeah. I, I like, uh, I like Cardano a lot. I'm bullish on Cardano because of, the work they're doing in Africa, I think that they are doing kind of a little bighorn on everybody and they're going where like what they're offering is really, really needed, but it's not like cool in the eyes of the, uh, crypto, uh, I guess like just the global community to be like, yeah, we're not really worried about the U S or Europe or anybody else or China. We're just going to go to Africa and build out financial infrastructure there. I think that's really cool. And I think it's going to play very well for them. So, I am a long-term hodler of Cardano and then Solana is getting a lot of utility on it right now, which I'm excited about. Um, if you go to math Dapp store, uh, you can look by blockchain at all of the available dapps. Uh, not, I don't think it's exhaustive. I think there are a lot, but some are missing still. Um, but you can find a lot of stuff that's being built on Solana right now, which is really cool. Um, I locked up, uh, some, money in DeFi on Solana this week just to play around with it. Super simple, really clean, uh, very cool. So um, definitely highly recommend. Uh, Let's see, it is now done making ETH transactions so they sort the, yeah, sort the gas garbage out. Uh, Just got into engine gaming token. Okay, they seem to be making some waves. Awesome, man. I'm going to write that down because um, I will definitely forget if I don't write it down and i am game for <laughs> game token nailed it um game for any token uh game to look at any token you guys can recommend cuz i want to um kind of see what's out there so if anybody else has any suggestions for for tokens by all means drop them in the comments cuz i will go research them and then if we find one that's cool then i will talk about it here on the channel uh let's see uh, Maddie, uh, hey, just got into Audius and have some questions. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'm glad that you are on the platform. I assume putting music on the platform and maybe buying the token too. Uh, can I upload mashups with famous songs like vocals from a Travis Scott song and an instrumental from Kanye West? Would that be a problem because I'm afraid my account gets banned or something? And in Audius, artists can remix other tracks on Audius. Would it be a problem if I post some artists' acapellas that nobody has for others to remix? What about leaks? I saw some people upload leaks from different artists, and some of the tracks got banned, and other ones didn't. I think, as a as a blanket answer to that whole question, I think that it's you, you like you're rolling the dice anyway way you, you slice it. I think anytime it's not your own original work, you're rolling the dice. I have. Uh, seen plenty of mashups on and remixes on SoundCloud that are very clearly just an acapella, not even like time shifted or pitch shifted from the original track, and it's fine. Uh, I have tried to upload some myself and gotten them pulled down or gotten them rejected. I don't know what the sauce is to get that to work. Um, I would take a fine tooth comb and read through Audiences like license agreement or their privacy policy or terms of service and see if you can find any language about that. My guess is they're always going to tell you not to use any work that's not your own. Um, If you wanted to, I think probably like if you wanted to try to like be kind of sly about it, you could make an audience account that is not your artist name that you care about. And you could upload files from there, um of course, that's not advice I'm giving you on the internet. I'm saying that's what somebody would do, not that you should do, but if somebody would do <laughs> if that's what they wanted to do to go around it that way the account doesn't get your account doesn't get shut down, but that account might um but that's all the advice I'll give or not give on that <laughs> um if it were me i wouldn't I wouldn't chance it on my account. I wouldn't try to upload stuff that I don't own. I just don't. I'm not a big fan of rolling those dice. That's just me, though. Uh, Let's see. Andrew, does ads change with the new Facebook meta thing? So uh, as I understand it, no. I think um, the whole like meta transition from Facebook to meta really doesn't affect Facebook as a platform at all. It's a corporate structuring thing. It's like when Google change their corporate name from Google to Alphabet. So essentially what they've done is like, if you think about it as a hierarchy, like um, Facebook owns Instagram and Oculus and WhatsApp and um, whatever else they own, which is a few other things, I think. But you've got Facebook at the top and then these subsidiaries that are owned by it. So what they've done is they have moved Facebook down as a subsidiary. So you got Facebook, Instagram, Oculus, WhatsApp, along the bottom and now the parent company is meta and meta is likely to spring out uh some other companies underneath it buying up and or creating that will all serve the metaverse uh future ideal that mark zuckerberg um has for the future of his company so As far as ads are concerned, no, it shouldn't change anything at all. Facebook and Instagram are going to continue to play together as well as they always have, I think. Um, Messenger, that's the other one that I was trying to think of. Um, So I I don't think that ads are going to get affected by that at all. Uh, I think they'll get affected by plenty of other things like iOS changes and stuff like that, but I don't think that the corporate structuring and the um, foray into building the metaverse is going to negatively affect our ads. If anything, um, I will say that if, if Zuckerberg and team are successful in building out the metaverse, um, the way that they have described it and the way that we have seen it played out in like ready player one, but hopefully less dystopian and, uh, the novel snow crash, which if you haven't read, I highly recommend, um, if they're able to build something like that, Knowledge of Facebook advertising right now is only going to like be more valuable in that world. Because if you think they're not going to run advertisements in that world, you've lost your mind. Uh, They're going to be virtual billboards with virtual ads on them in the metaverse. And that's all going to spring from Facebook ads. And it's all going to be built upon the foundation of knowledge that we have from running ads inside of that platform right now. If anything, I think that this move into building out the metaverse, if done correctly and if adopted at large by society, is actually going to be a bit of a, I don't want to say checkmate, but a check move for the burgeoning ad platform of TikTok and the ad platform of Google. Because if they get people spending a lot of time inside virtual reality, there will be ads in there. And Facebook's platform will be the only platform that is allowed to run ads inside of there without probably an additional fee or something. So if you're going to learn any any ad platform at all, I would submit that it always has been Facebook to learn. But now even more so, I'm bullish on learning Facebook ads above all else. So great question. Thank you for that question. I'm su- super glad you asked that because uh, I've been thinking about that a little bit. Um, <clears throat> thanks for a great experiment. Yeah. Uh stage hoppers does the cost of ads increase due to the holidays in the coming month? yeah, probably a little bit, uh but it depends on who you're targeting and um what kind of ads you're running, so you're not you're probably not gonna be competing with the same um like avatar of consumer with like Target and Walmart you're just because you're paying for attention it might go up a little bit, but target and Walmart's respective ad spend or cost per uh, view or whatever is going to go up more because they're going to be spending more and competing more with one another. So will it go up probably a little bit, hopefully not too bad. That's, that's my thought on it. Um, okay, Colin. Hey Tom. So I was running a Spotify growth campaign and got like 50 clicks from my ad, but only one view content. Like two dollars. Oh man, gross, terrible. Uh, yeah. Why do you think that happens? Uh, it was a fifteen-second clip of the song, but I lost them at the landing page, which was a toned-in, simple page with uh, only Spotify link. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I I don't know what your ads look like, and I don't know what your landing page looks like. Um, but there's a handful of things that could be happening. Number one. If your, if your ad looks drastically different from your landing page, that's a big red flag from a user who has no idea who you are. Uh, you want to, you have two kind of two jobs with your ad landing page and destination experience. Number one is to make the action you want the person to take overwhelmingly clear so that they don't have to really make any decision. The only you wanna make their decision binary, yes or no. Do I wanna do this, yes or no. That's the only choice they should have to make. So that's why we have one button on the landing page. Do I wanna click this, yes or no. That's why we have uh, you know, a call to action on the ad, swipe up or listen now. Do I want to listen now, yes or no. Um, you don't wanna to get to a landing page and have multiple options, which you haven't. I'm glad you haven't done that, but if you did, that moves it from a yes or no question to a which of these question. That's a lot more processing power for the brain to go through. And most people are just going to shut down and not make a choice, especially when they have no idea who you are. There is no guaranteed payoff for taking an action. So they're just going to back out. The second one is you want to instill confidence in the user. Because they don't know who you are, there are a lot of bad links on the internet. I'm sure every single one of us has clicked a link that has taken us somewhere at some point in time that we did not want to be, that we thought was going to take us somewhere else. And you land on a page and you go, What the hell is this? I just won the lottery for a million dollars. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, this is not where I want to be. I'm going to go back. And so there is a fair amount of hesitation because of that amongst just people who are on the internet, which is understandable. I'm the same way. If I see an ad, Let's say I see an ad that has like a hoodie, you know, that I want to buy and it's got a cool design on it and I swipe up on the ad and I land at a page for uh, a lawn care product. I'm going to be like, this doesn't make any sense at all. This is clearly not where I want to be. I need to go back. I'm not going to click anything on this. This feels scammy and weird. Um, now it could have been a lawn care company selling a hoodie featuring their logo, but because of how it was structured, it's thrown me off. I'm out. It feels bad. If there's a difference between your ad and your landing page that is pretty severe, different colors, different imagery, different feel and vibe, um, then there's a big disconnect between your ad and the landing page. And so when somebody sees your ad, if they like your ad and it's one way, and they get to the landing page and the landing page, landing page is something completely different, they're going to have that same feeling of, Oh, this isn't where I want to be. This doesn't look anything like what I just saw. I'm going to go back. So that is a very distinct possibility of what's happening to you is your ad and your landing page have too much out of common with one another. I always recommend, I know there are a lot of different ways to test ads and all way, you know, you can t- try stock video and, music video, and all kinds of interesting things. But I always recommend using the cover art from your song, album, single, playlist, whatever you're sending people to, um, or even your Spotify profile. If you're spending, sending them to your profile, but you're using a specific song in the ad, make sure that song is in the top five, popularity on your profile. Use that album cover in the in the landing page and have it in the ad somewhere. Uh, and at least have, have it in the ad and have the coloration, the coloring of the ad itself, the vibe of the ad match that aesthetic. That way it's a cohesive experience and you don't throw people off. The second thing that it could be is you've got a bad link inside of your landing page. It seems less likely. Um, but that is a possibility. If you're only getting one conversion, uh, per, uh, 50 clicks, um you could have a technical error uh it's probably not likely but you could have a technical error so i would try to suss that out as well super long answer to your question (laughs) uh andrew you're welcome dude no problem man thanks for the question that was a great question um yeah the ad is a clip of my music video with spotify logo on it okay and the cover art on okay the landing page is a bit controversial so it may be shocking when they click to the landing page okay Maybe I should put a thumbnail of the cover art on the ad video plus a listen now next to the Spotify logo. Yes, that's what I would do. If you, if you as the creator of the art think that the landing page is controversial, you can bet your bottom dollar that over 50% of the people think the same thing. And that's probably why they're not clicking through. Whatever the cover art is, put it on the ad video. Yes, put a listen now next to Spotify or listen on Spotify listen now on Spotify um, and use that exact same cover art on the landing page. And I think you might see it turn around. Um, I would like to see you get that fixed because I know that's super frustrating. The good news is, it, well, the bad news is $2 is n- not good for view content. Um, the good news is you're still early. 50 clicks is like not a lot of clicks. You've still got, it's not like, you know, you haven't spent a, a ton of money. And blind a ton of money. So that's good. You're catching it early. So I think you'll get it fixed. Um, Let's see here. Uh, The Conscious Drummer. Okay. What are other NFT platforms you are into besides OpenSea? Okay. Also, do you see NFT visual art with music becoming the basis for future digital ads? Dude, this is such a good question. Okay. Um, What are other NFT platforms you're into besides OpenSea? So I like, um, I like, uh, nftfm.io. They are currently going through a rebranding process. They're back in beta. They're changing their name from nftfm to fanfare. Um, they're probably my favorite music platform at the moment there for a few reasons. Number one, um, I have been talking to them since they first, like right after they first launched, they reached out to me cold email, asked me if I would be interested in covering their platform. I played with it, I liked it, I decided to do a video for them. I have since spoken to them a couple of times, Jackson specifically is one of the co-founders, nicest dude in the world, super smart guy, and they're very dedicated to building a platform that is gonna serve musicians' needs. I do not get any sense at all that there's anything but positive energy coming from them. And that excites me. Um, The second reason is that they are, they're really working on new ways to make this a better experience for musicians specifically Uh, fan club ideas. They've got, uh, they're introducing a new form of staking where you can stake your vinyl token, which is their native platform token with a specific artist earn interest on staking and split that interest with artists. So uh, you're incentivized to get your fans to the platform so your fans can stake their vinyl with you. You both make money um, off of just being there and being present so you can build a fan club on there, which is really cool. And their NFTs are I just like the way they're presented. I like the way the audio is presented on the NFT itself. And there's just a lot, there's a lot of cool things that they're working on. They're also switching blockchains from Ethereum to um, they've been on Binance smart chain, but they're moving it to flow. Uh, They're working on that right now so that you can purchase your fans can purchase NFTs both with crypto and with credit card, but you'll get paid in crypto, which is awesome as well. And the fees on flow are just like just about non-existent. So anyway, uh, I've, I have, I have more to talk about about that platform and we'll probably do more videos uh, about that platform in the future. But for now, that's one of them. Uh, another one that I like is um, SolonArt. That's on Solana. You have to apply to get your NFTs listed on there, which is frustrating. And I'm not a big fan of that. Um, but I do like the platform. There's another one. I believe it's called Soul C, which is basically the OpenSea version uh, of, or Solana version of Open C. It's got a much of the same functionality and user experience that you'll see with OpenSea, so that's worth checking out. Uh, and again, the fees are just about non-existent. I mean, you're talking about like five cents, uh, if that, to mint and transact on the Solana blockchain, which is just incredible. Um, for NFTs on um, Binance Smart Chain, I've been playing around. I haven't found one that I just like am in love with yet, uh, but. PancakeSwap and BakerySwap both have NFT marketplaces um, that look like they could be promising, but they just haven't quite won me over yet. Um, but I'm, So I'm still looking into Binance Smart Chain because I'd really like to find one on Binance Smart Chain that I think is really cool, especially for what we do. Um, the trick is finding one that doesn't require you to have to submit an application to get on it um, because... I mean, I understand like wanting to curate what's available on the platform from a platform owning perspective, but at the same time, I also like the idea of being able like if I want to participate in this, I just want to participate in this and not have to wait to hear back from you. So those are like two different things I weigh. Um, And then for your other question, do you see NFT visual art with music becoming the basis for future digital ads? Absolutely. I can definitely see a world where um, I use like I use my NFT as an advertisement or I use my advertisement as an NFT, um, especially if you can if you know how to write a smart contract in solidity and, you know, say, create a generative NFT collection of a thousand different NFTs, then you've got a, th- a thousand different ad creatives that you can try. Right. Uh, and you can link to the collection to buy them uh so that i would in an ideal world i would marry the two things that i kind of would say i'm most passionate about at this point um from a technical uh, side of things like i'm most passionate about just building a business as an independent artist right but from a technical standpoint running ads and finding crypto opportunities as an artist and for us as artists and sharing those opportunities if i could marry those two if i could figure out how to uh, mint a generative NFT collection and then run ads to sell them. What a series that would be on YouTube, right? That would just be awesome (laughs) to be able to be like, I learned how to code. Here's how you code a smart contract. Here's how you make generative music NFTs. And here's how you advertise to sell them. Send your traffic here. It's a whole thing that works. Now you have an online store on the blockchain that you can run ads to to get people to buy your stuff. That's just like, Tickles my little nerdy heart, <laughs> so yeah, I think the two will definitely go together. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Reben, hi Tom. Hey, uh, to do well on Facebook ads uh, for growing Instagram followers, is link click better or engagement? Which option do you think works better? That's a great question. Um, also, I noticed that Spotify conversion campaigns, uh, CPC is much, uh, cost per conversion, okay, got it, is much cheaper than that of Instagram growth. Is there an effective way to decrease the cost of Instagram uh, on the Instagram side? So um, there, are, there are multiple ways to do this. As we say in the South, there is more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> um, you can grow your audience on um, Instagram with traffic ads, where you just use a link click campaign The link you use is your Instagram profile. You can add a deep, deep link in there with something like URL genius. If you want to, I have found that not to be overwhelmingly more effective. So I've stopped doing that. Um, I probably ought to make a video on that by the way. Um, And then, uh, so that's one way. The other way is to uh, run additional placements outside of just stories placements in your conversion ads for Spotify, because. I have found in testing that, that I get a lot more followers from Feed and Explore placements than I do from Stories placements. So if you want to up the follower count without having a new campaign, test some additional placements. And then the other way is you can run a video view engagement campaign much in the same way that additional placements uh, in your conversion campaign will get more people over to your profile. So will video views. And it really like Floods your audiences with good data of people who are watching your video all the way through. So, um, I, I would say in an ideal world, which is a phrase I feel like I've been using a lot today, but in an ideal world, um, I would probably run a video view campaign to constantly be grabbing data, even if it's only like five bucks a day, um, even in a dollar a day, that's fine. Uh, run your ten dollars growth campaign um, to for conversions going to Spotify, and then test. Uh, a traffic campaign routing to your Instagram profile. What I would not do is a conversion campaign going to your Instagram profile because you're going to send somebody to a landing page and then back to Instagram. And that that feels a little superfluous because you're routing out and back into the same app and that would feel a little bit salesy to me from a user perspective and probably cause me not to follow you. So that's just how I think about it. Um let's see Colin. Okay, maybe I should split test using just the cover art versus my music video clip. Yeah, I would do that. Uh using a music video clip can be can be very effective from an engagement standpoint, but it also can set the wrong expectation for the user. When somebody sees a music video and it says listen now, even if it says on Spotify, they might think they're going to a music video. Not to say that that will happen, but just a thought. Uh, I would definitely A-B test the two of them. Not like the actual A-B test inside of Facebook. I never use that feature, but I would test them alongside one another. I think that's smart. Um, Let's see. Appreciate your feedback. Dude, no problem. Sweet. (laughs) Thanks, man. No problem, drummer. Uh, Let's see. One last thing. Okay. Uh, I was going to test my toned-in custom domain link which is verified on Facebook using test events, but I could not get that thing to fire my pixel ad blockers off still doesn't work. Um, okay. So uh, ad blockers off. That's good. If you're in brave browser, turn off your brave shields. If you're in Firefox, turn off the native ad blocker inside of Firefox. There is a blue in the URL bar. There is a blue shield in Firefox. You have to turn that off. I can't remember if Chrome has a built-in one as well. Safari might too. So some browsers have a built-in native ad blocker that you need to turn off too, not just your own ad blocker. So try that and see if that works. That's probably the case. I found that to be the case with a lot of people. Uh, Let's see, Electrotechnica. Did I get it it right that I could re-release all my previous songs inside a new album plus a couple of new songs, Waterfall? to benefit from my 250,000 streams right from day 1 of an album release day? Yes. Theoretically, yes. In practice, as long as the ISRC code codes and metadata from the tracks syncs up in the back end of Spotify. Yes. All of those things will remain the same and you will have 250,000 streams on your album the day it is released. Um the only way to do it is to try where you're if you're using the exact same masters, you should not have any problem. um You'll want to make sure everything has synced up before you pull down the old. but as long as you're using the same masters, everything should be fine. Where you might run into trouble is if you remaster it um it might not sync up because they calculate song metadata on a millisecond basis or on a per millisecond basis, so uh it could it it will vary. In that regard, Um, I am currently doing that, remastering my songs to all be the same level because I was learning how to master over the last two years (laughs) as I have released music. Uh, And so the mastering levels are just all over the board and it does not sound like a cohesive listening experience. So I wanted to fix that. But I am leaving the ins and outs of the songs exactly the same. So the exact length of the song is the same. So all those things. Uh, being equal, yes, you should be able to have 250,000 streams on day one, which would be super dope. Uh, Let's see. Colin, so I ran a conversion ad just to test, and I did did get a couple view contents to fire. Okay, but it concerns me that test events doesn't work. I'm using Chrome, by the way. Any ideas? Okay, so you're using, um, using Chrome. I'm trying to think. There was something else I ran into in Chrome that I cannot remember. Um, ad blocker, uh, you check Chrome's native security settings in the browser and see if there is a uh, anything to disable cross-website tracking. Um, and then you may have to greenlight it. You have to greenlight everything both on Facebook's domain and on your domain and sometimes on your subdomain. I've had run into that as well. I'll green light everything on facebook.com and tomdupree, the But then I also have to green light it on business.facebook.com and go.tomdupree, the So get super granular in there and make sure that it is good on everything. Let's see what that does. Conscious drummer. I like that you say ideal world. Yeah. We're closer than we think with all the cool disruptions. At least I'm feeling it dude. I'm with you. I am very, very optimistic about the future of being a musician, being an artist, being a creative person. I am getting the sense like I'm I'm probably going to be, if I'm right about this, I'll be super early and everybody should come back to this video and talk about how I was right. But <laughs> um I get the sense that we are entering somewhat of a renaissance period for artists, visual artists, musicians, anybody who's putting creative work out on the internet because the medium of exchange has become so decentralized and democratized, is becoming so decentralized that it actually is going to pay off more to be an artist for the next 20 years than it has for the past 20 years. I get, I get the sense as well that Just how I see some people in tech talking about musicians and artists, I gather that many of them are thinking, wow, I really wish I had some musical or visual art skill at this point, because that is rapidly becoming the most important thing. Because as technology democratizes the means of production and consumption, the only thing that differentiates is your creativity. And so, for us, as creative people with the ability and the skill set to put original creative work out into the world, I feel like that is an asset that is very rapidly becoming enviable Once you've built a computer that can do everything but write the song uh even if you've built a computer that can kind of write the song, you've got to be able to create the variables to plug in so for example. One could make a generative music NFT collection, but you have got to input the right variables that will work with one another to create a song once it's pumped out. I can't put a drum beat at 100 Bpm and a melody in, you know, the key of E at 110 Bpm and a bass line in the key of F at 130 BPM and ask a computer to mix and match those things and expect it to spit out anything that sounds right together. So the just simply the fact that I know what those things are is a huge asset to me as a creator in the technical world. Right now, it's not as much of an asset because I have to learn how to code to figure out how to do it. But somebody's going to code a platform that says, hey, mint your own generative NFT, if they haven't already and I don't know about it. It says, hey, mint your own generative NFT here. You don't have to write any contract. All you have to do is upload your files, upload the layers, and this will do the rest. And you'll be able to say, what kind of file is this? Is this audio, video, or image? You're like, okay, this folder is all my image files. I have seven variables with seven options each. Those are my image files. So that's going to create an overlay and generate an image. Then I've got all my audio files. I've got seven layers with seven options each. Just mix and match that. And what we know is that you've got everything has to be the same tempo and the same key and a correct enough chord progression so that when they overlap with one another, it makes sense. It doesn't rub and it actually creates a song. Uh, Same with like a visual artist. Like if I'm going to have a generative collection, like say Board Ape Yacht Club, I can't put the head features in the arm features. Uh, I've got to make sure that all the arm options are in the same folder. I've got to make sure that all the head options and the eye options are in the same folder, the hat options are in the same folder. Like, I can't put a cargo ship on this dude's head and expect it to be a hat, right? Same thing in music. So the fact that you know these things about music, when a platform comes out that allows you to generate your own NFT collection randomly without learning how to code, then the only thing that is the gateway between you and creating something is your creative capacity and your knowledge of how creativity works. And so I think that as these things become more democratized, uh, having the creative juices, having the creative energy, having the knowledge of music and art is actually far greater of an asset than it has ever been. Um, so I think our ability in this community to create something that lasts is uh, our options for that. Is, it's increasing dramatically every day. And It's very exciting. I think it's really cool. I'm pumped about it. <laughs> Put it that way. Um but yeah, I uh I'm interested to see I think I missed a question, by the way. Uh somebody said uh what metaverse should I be in? Let me find that. Um and I'm sorry. Okay. Sasha, what's the best metaverse to be in on? I'm new to all this. Okay. So as far as like metaverse I are concerned, I think the only one like the only thing I can think of that is like is is the metaverse that's getting built is what Facebook is trying to build trying to build. Um, I'll be interested to see if other companies follow suit though, building out platforms like that. I think that somebody will, I'm sure Google probably will. What I'd really be interested to see though, is if, um, if face if Facebook builds a platform that is, um, that is like a moat of sorts that, um, other companies want to plug into. So kind of like most people use Google search for everything. Uh. I'll be interested to see or really kind of a better example, I think, is like people help how people use Android phones and Apple phones, like almost exclusively. Right. Um, those two devices, those two platforms is what everything else is routed through. You use Google on Google on that. Hey, Sadzilla, what's up, dude? Thanks for the super chat, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> just hit one hundred and sixteen thousand monthly listeners, seven hundred and fifty thousand streams a month. That is just sickness dude i love it i want to hit one million streams a month by 2022 we should primary artist collab much love dude i'm into it i love it man dm me on instagram let's talk about it that's sick man congratulations dude i'm so pumped for you thanks for the super chat man i appreciate you man that's awesome (laughs) sick dude i think you'll get there i think you'll get a million streams by 2022 for sure at this rate because i i mean i don't remember the numbers exactly but These numbers are a significant increase from the last time, I think, that you dropped in here and and stated your numbers publicly. So you are on the up big time, for sure. This is great. I love it. (laughs) That's awesome, man. Um, But uh, what I was saying about Facebook and the metaverse thing, I think that uh, like Apple and Android are like the bottleneck, right, for platforms. Like we use Facebook on the iPhone and Android. We use Google on the iPhone and Android. I think what they're trying to build in the metaverse is the iPhone, the next iPhone or the next smartphone, rather, so that everybody else has to plug in through their platform to have access to its features. That's what I see happening. Um, I think they're going to just build a complete mode. You'll use Google inside the metaverse or whatever. Um, I can see that happening. The question is how do they integrate crypto into that i assume that everything will be available i think once blockchains can talk to each other more easily and everything costs the right amount of money or pretty much a an equal amount of money no matter which chain you use that will be the day i think that um we really see it just getting sucked into the metaverse and you can use whatever you want to you can pay for your virtual cup of coffee with Dogecoin or you can play pay in Bitcoin, whatever you'd want to want to do. So we'll see TJ. What's up, dude. Thanks for hopping in today, man. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I've been getting your emails. (laughs) I'm on TJ's email list. You guys, um, dude, there's a tool. I'm going to share your secret sauce, TJ. Uh, TJ shared this tool with me called mini chat. I don't remember the web address exactly, but just Google mini chat. Um, which is a chat bot for messenger and Instagram DMs that uh, is a really cool product to like get people talking back and forth with you um, and like give them a free download, get them on your email list, um, things like that. It's a pretty awesome little tool. So big ups to TJ for sharing it. Uh, Sasha, you're very welcome. Thanks for the question. Um, so yeah, I think, I think Facebook is the only metaverse uh, at this point, but I think there's going to be a lot of blockchains that will continue to be available and I don't see, I don't know. I mean, Ethereum obviously is the big elephant in the room. I mean, as far as utility is concerned outside of Bitcoin as currency. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of blockchains are, are here to stay let's see sadzilla the growth is mainly from releasing weekly since june freaking love that dude that is so great that's awesome i'm i'm glad that you have been killing it that hard that's the way to do it man that's great if you can keep up with the content and put out quality stuff there's really no downside dude that's the truth that's what it takes you just have to commit to releasing a lot of music a lot of music um TJ, I just launched my merch website today. Sick! Gonna be sending my mailing list to it. Hopefully, it converts. Dude, I hope so. That's awesome, man. Congrats! Um, I can't wait to see what you've got on offer. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, releasing releasing a song every week is not easy. Honestly, hats off to you, Sadzilla, for even being able to keep up with that tempo. That is a lot of material to put out. Um. But if you have the bandwidth for it and you can do it, um, yeah, do it. Especially in the first year or two, like just getting that catalog out there is just massive. It's just such a big deal to do it that way. Um, and it also, you know, I guess it's probably easier depending on what c- kind of music you make too. Some some people are going to have it easier. Some people are going to have it harder. If you're making symphonies, wasting one a week would be very difficult. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really like the first like, god i don't even know i mean the first few years you just have to like consistently be hitting publish on material consistently hitting publish that's it shopify being added to spotify is huge yeah for sure i'm i'm uh excited about that i'm excited to see how that translates uh for a lot of us uh just some basic stuff at the moment i need a designer yeah I reckon I should go to Fiverr and hire someone. Any ideas? Man, I don't have anybody. I've been thinking about the same thing too. Uh, I feel good about my graphic design, but I don't feel great about it. I do the best I can. I'm happy to be doing it on my own as of now, but I think that probably at some point I'll end up uh, outsourcing it too. Hey, The Conscious Drummer. Appreciate you, dude. Thanks for the super chat, man. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Love it. Man, y'all make me feel good today. Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, I like uh I like I like Shopify. It's it's about freaking time that Shopify integrated with Spotify, quite frankly. I can't believe it took them this long. I'm still waiting on the Shopify YouTube integration. The fact that that doesn't exist is absurd to me. Um I There are plenty of other integrations to sell Merge on YouTube, but Shopify is not one of them, which is really disappointing. So hopefully they'll get that change sometime in the relatively near future. I don't know. We'll see. I just can't believe that they don't integrate with it. They integrate with everything else. Um, I think that they're handily, easily the best e-com platform out there, but uh, they still have some other integrations to pick up, I think. So we'll see. I guess they're probably, Shopify seems to be leaning to be more interested in running like store stores um, that probably have physical and online locations to a certain degree uh, rather than just like like shopping features that plug into other websites like Instagram and YouTube. I don't know, I'm a little off base on that. Let's see, I've linked my my Shopify to Spotify and made my products available, but I don't see anything on my profile page. Does it take time to update? Uh mine did it relatively quickly, but it, it's uh on my profile page is all the way at the bottom, next to the about picture and information. So check all the way at the bottom down there and see if it shows up. It's like a weird place for it to be. I I kind of wish that you could feature merch like a little higher up on the profile like maybe underneath the recommended or most recent release or recommended release like tab there above all the playlists and everything but what do i know i'm sure they put it down there for a reason who knows i'm just glad that it's on there at this point um it took long enough (laughs) let's see Female Rap Elite. Uh have you been ordered Discovery Mode? I have not been offered and would love it. Uh is that where I believe that's where Spotify takes a percentage of your royalties in exchange for pushing your song further out. Uh I have not been offered that, and I do not intend to take advantage of it if I am, to be honest. Um I I don't particularly think it's a worthy trade off at this point i i guess i'll probably test it for the channel um but it's not something i'm like overly optimistic about trying and think is going to like be a big game changer for me um so but i don't know if it if it gets offered to me i guess i'll try it just to see what happens <laughs> uh you didn't hit add to shop yeah that'll do it <laughs> um Yeah, that's the discovery mode thing. Is one of those things that just feels like I feel like I'm using money I don't have to pay for something, and I'm not really a big fan of doing that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I don't like taking on debt without seeing results. uh, With you know, if there's not a guaranteed amount of return, like I know I'm I'm exchanging this currency, this set amount of currency for this set amount of currency in this scenario, I'm, I'm exchanging this set of this amount of currency that I don't know if I, what I have for an amount of return that I don't know what I'll get. And that doesn't feel, that feels way too opaque to me. So, and for that reason, I'm out. (laughs) Um, let's see. Oh, wow. We're coming up on an hour. Um, uh, well, yeah, I'm trying to think what else I know. Uh, To go ahead and prime you guys, um, as we're coming up on the holidays, we're going to be dropping off a couple of Fridays here and there because of just kind of how things fall. Like, if you're not in the US, um, then, you know, it might be different for you. But for like Thanksgiving here, we take off, you know, um, half the week. So I'll be going that Friday. I think I'm going the Friday before. I'll let you guys know as it gets closer. But um I uh I'll drop off I'm gonna be dropping off a couple Fridays around Thanksgiving and then a couple Fridays like Christmas and New Year's. I'm gonna take a couple weeks off as I usually do, or as I do every year now. Uh the week of Christmas, week of New Year's, so we won't have streams then. And then uh just to plant a seed for you guys, because of that, because I'll be missing so many Fridays in a row kind of in the next two months, I'm giving Thought to the idea of maybe moving the stream to Wednesdays, same time, different day, because if I am out any time during the week, it's either Friday or Monday, almost without fail, and uh, I don't like missing streams. So, I'm thinking about maybe moving it to Wednesday. So, it's still going to be at Friday for now and for the foreseeable future. But that's just something I'm thinking about, and I'm also thinking about changing the format of the stream just a little bit. Um, once I can get my technical difficulties figured out. Um, changing the format of the stream a little bit to start doing more things here, making things, playing with things instead of just sitting here talking the whole time. Um, Certainly we'll be answering questions for sure, but I would like to be doing more building on the stream, more uh, producing, more creating music, more mixing music, uh, more crypto, more making NFTs, more talking about coins, more looking at stuff like that. Um, and then along with that, I would love to be doing some, uh, music showcases from you guys. We can do like some mixed feedback or just some song feedback. We can just do maybe like some music showcasing. Um, if you've got a new song out, you know, we'll, um, figure out a way to like, if you dropped a track this past Friday, um, or you're dropping one today, if we keep the stream on Fridays, let's say if you dropped a track today, um, then, uh, go here, send me the link beforehand for the stream and then we'll play it on the stream. I'll drop it in a playlist, um, you know, for that Friday or something like that. Um, I think that would be fun. Um, And then trying to kind of think about a way to organize um, all of this as well, uh, like all the communication stuff. Um, So we've got the we've got the academy set up, uh, which is everything's on the other side of like buying a Spotify artist accelerator course. Currently, you can pay for access to the academy, just the um, community as well. I'm thinking about retooling that. Again, none of this is set in stone. I'm just like out loud right now. Um, thinking about retooling that a little bit and having a community that is only accessible by buying a course within the community and having a different like Discord server that is public, that is set up for anybody who doesn't want to take the courses but does want to have a place to talk to everybody else. Um, And I'm considering I'm sort of weighing how that looks of like making it free to access, making it a one time fee to access, making it a uh, monthly or annual fee to access. I haven't worked that out yet. So um, I'm leaning toward making a free community and then making a an academy community, because I think what I don't want is I don't want to like fragment out the conversation and um, make it so that uh, people don't know where to talk about what, but what I do want to do is incentivize, um, anybody who wants to be a part of this community together outside of just this one hour we have on Fridays. I want to give, I want to create a place for that to happen. Uh, that's not dependent on me, but that like, because we all like the same stuff, this is where we're going to talk about it. I think that would be cool. And so I think probably a free discord makes the most sense for that. Um, and then if you want to talk about course specific things and have taken the course, then the Academy community is the place to do that. Uh, and you can be in both, obviously, if you, you know, whatever you want to do, but that's just what I'm thinking about right now. I am, I think about this a lot, trying to figure out the way to bring the most value, give the best experience um, the most opportunity for growth for all of us. Um, make the streams better make the content better, make everybody's lives better. You know, I just want to keep doing as much as I can to, to put good out into the world. So this is the stuff that I'm thinking about. So, um, all I'm always, I want to say this publicly too. I'm always receptive to feedback. If you have any thoughts about any of that stuff and you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram or you want to shoot me an email, Tom at dot 3rdcom give me feedback about what you think. You can simply send me a message that says, Hey man, uh, I would join a community if it was free. I would not, if I had to pay for it for what it's worth, that's great feedback to have, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever you want to do. If, um, if you have any thoughts about that at all, love to hear them. If you ever have any thoughts about what you want to see more of on the channel, <clears throat> what you would love to have me put out, what you, what, uh, opportunities and tools you like to see if you want, if you want me to sell overlays for the video presets, I have, uh, you know, I talked about that some time ago and still haven't gotten around to it, but just all kinds of things like that. Um, I'm always, wel- I always welcome feedback because this is, I always want this to be helpful for everybody. So I want to do as much as I can to put good out into the world and help us all with the tools to succeed as artists. So that being said, uh, we'll sign off for the day. Thank you guys for being here. I appreciate y'all so much. Uh, I really do. And thank y'all for the super chats. Um, Thank y'all very much for supporting me, for supporting this channel, uh, for coming back every week, for uh, creating cool stuff and for being awesome people. I'll see you next Friday. uh, Same time, same place. Peace.